welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Coming to you live from the Interaction Media Studio in Morgantown, Welcome to Positively West Virginia. I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Each week, we talk with West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories with people just like you in West Virginia and across the country. For those of you joining us live on Facebook, welcome and thanks for being with us. And for those of you listening on the podcast, we're glad you're tuning in on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. When we first started this project back in 2017, one of the things we wanted to do was encourage our listeners with inspirational business stories from right here in the Mountain State. I get to see so many positive things happening in West Virginia business every day that a lot of people never hear about. So my team at Interaction Media is working to change that with this podcast show so that people realize you don't have to leave West Virginia to find great business opportunities that are right here in our state. And we want to encourage people to stay here and build great companies right here in West Virginia. All of our guests are people who are actually doing that day in and day out. And I'm convinced we can all learn from their experiences and more importantly, their stories. This week, we're going to visit with Carly Baker. Carly is the owner of Baker Cheese Company in Morgantown, West Virginia. Carly, thanks for being on the show today. Hey, Jim. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I'm excited to learn more about your company and just share your story this week. For those of you who don't know Carly, Baker Cheese Company is a gourmet grazing company that provides custom cheese and charcuterie boxes, boards, and tables for any event. Whether it be a date night at home or a wedding, Baker Cheese Company has you covered. And of course, they provide top quality ingredients paired with their signature design, to wow any crowd. And I've seen some pictures of their their products and they're fabulous. So we're going to learn all about that. I invited Carly on the show today to talk about Baker Cheese Company, to share her story and give our audience some valuable insight into the company she leads right here in West Virginia. Carly, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that brief intro that I just gave and give us a little behind the curtain look into your company. Sure, absolutely. So I started Baker Cheese Company back in October of 2019. And I was working a full-time acquisitions job in the oil and gas industry. And I Mm. kind of always knew that there was more to me than just sitting behind a desk. And I always would tell my husband that. I'm like, there's just more to me, but I don't really know what that is. Um, And I always had a creative side and I wanted to do something with it. But, you know, I'm not really like artistic or anything like that. So I on a whim, started Baker Cheese Company. Mm. I told my husband one day, I was like, hey, I'm going to start making cheese boards because this was something that I had done for my friends, my family always. It was just like a normal entertaining thing that I've always done. And they started to become more popular. And I was like, oh, I kind of saw an opportunity there where, you know, there was no company that was strictly, you know, in Morgantown that was strictly just cheese and charcuterie boards. So I was like, okay, maybe I can do something, you know, with this. So, um, I kind of started small at first. I just make boards for friends and add like some fun things in it, take pictures and post them to my social media. And then, um, I ventured out a little bit, you know, I sold some of my first boards to, you know, friends and I live in a huge neighborhood. My neighborhood was a huge support at the time. Um, and people would just slowly buy stuff and I kind of learned as I went. And so I did a lot of boxes at first 
kind of went to boards. And now I have the opportunity to do like massive grazing tables for weddings and huge corporate events. I mean, right now things are very slow, but um, when people are going through with things socially distanced, you know, I'm able to do that. So it's been so much fun and I absolutely love it. That's fantastic. I love that story of how you got started. You just took a, you know, a, a step of faith, right? Rather than a leap of faith, you just took a step True. out there, tried it out. And next thing you know, here, you know, a year and five or six months later, you're, you're still doing it and, and rocking and rolling. I think that's awesome. What's your 30 second pitch for Baker Cheese Company? In other words, what is it that you tell people that you do when you, when you talk with them? So I basically, I tell people, I'm like, I do gourmet grazing. Um, that's what I call it. Boxes, boards, or tables. And it's all cheese and charcuterie. I do have other options where you can get brunch boards, party boards, which are like candy and stuff like that. I do dessert boxes. And when I do the dessert boxes, I support a lot of local bakers and I use all of their products. Um, cause I'm not, I am a baker, but not professionally. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. um, and I, Honestly, it's more than just cheese to me. It is a creative outlet. So every like board that you're going to get or a grazing table or even boxes, they're all different. And I style them in a way that is like artistic. It's so much fun. So it's not just cheese and meat, which I mean it is, but it has a creative outlet to it. It's artistic. And I also have done like a ton of research on how to pair things well. So mm. everything that's in the boxes or on the boards they all pair together in some sort of way. Um, and when I go and I get ingredients, I mean, I travel all the way to Pittsburgh to get stuff. I'm all over the place um, to make sure that I have top quality ingredients for everything that I'm using. Yeah. So I think that's awesome, first of all. And I, like I said, I've, I haven't had your product but I've seen it and it is absolutely a work of art. It's beautiful. It's pretty. Right. And, yeah. and, 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 and presentation is a lot, you know, when you, when, I mean, anybody can just slop some food on a, on a plate. Right. But the way you present it is beautiful. And I just want to say hats off to you. You're doing a great job for those who aren't familiar with the term charcuterie. Uh, talk a little bit about the, the origins of that and where, how does, where's that word come from and what does it actually all mean? Yeah. So this is actually something that I always tell people when I, I just started doing classes recently. And that's one of the first things I say is like, I call them cheese and charcuterie boards. And the reason mm -hmm. I do that because charcuterie is just meats. So, um, when people just, people just call things charcuterie boards and that's fine, but you know, you don't want like it, it refers to meats. So that's yeah. why I always say cheese and charcuterie yeah, and absolutely. yeah. And it's a word that everyone's like, wait, how do you say that again? And I'm like, you can just call it a cheese board. You don't have to say charcuterie board. It's no <laughs> you don't have to get <laughs> yeah. all fancy, right? Yeah, you don't have to get fancy. It's uh, fine. That's good. Well, that's, that's very good insight. So talk a little bit about these classes. Where, how, did, uh, how did this start up? Yeah, so I just started doing this recently. So actually, um, a local bank in Morgantown had asked me to do a class for their clients. Mm. And this was actually a really cool idea. I was able to... Um, get with Murray cheese out of New York city. Um, a lot of their cheeses are actually in Kroger and I was able to pick three cheeses, a meat and some accompaniments. Like, um, there was a jam that was in there and I taught a class to, um, a group of people and they all had all the cheeses and everything, crackers, cheese, meat, everything was shipped to them. Hmm. 
And then I talked about how to cut things, um, how to present it on a board, and we built charcuterie boards together. So it was a lot of fun. So that's kind of what started it. And then so I just started doing one where anyone in the United States can join it. Um, It's $25 per person. I send you a shopping list and you go get your ingredients. Um, I recommend right now that people just do, you know, like um, have grocery pickups so they aren't in the grocery store and stuff like that. But so you go and you get your stuff and then we will build the board together and I'll teach everyone a lot of things about how to cut certain meats um, and cheeses and how to put them together. Like for salami, there's different things. We're going to do tutorials on how to do a salami ribbon, a salami river and a salami rose. And yeah, there's different things. Like um, if you look at my Instagram, I always do a Manchego river down the middle of my boards. So I teach people how to lay the Manchego correctly. You have to cut it a certain way to make it work. Um, And two different ways to cut Manchego. I chose brie as well because brie can be um, presented several different ways. So we do that and then cheddar. Hmm. And I show people that you don't want a cube cheddar. You can actually just, you know, chisel it away and it looks more rustic and stuff. So Hmm. um, yeah, so I have like two of those coming this week and I can, I'm going to continue to do those. And then I'm also going to offer classes where people can do the, if you wanted to purchase the box to have the cheese and meats and the crackers and the jam or honey delivered to you, that's an option as well. And, um, that's, that's another fun way. Cause you actually get really good, like high end quality ingredients from, from Murray cheese. So, um, that's incredible. That, and then yeah. eventually after this whole pandemic's over, um, I want to get into in-home classes where you can have like, you know, your girlfriends over or date nights So fun. and, yeah. you know, I would bring all the ingredients and I'll bring all the boards and everyone can create a cheese board to take home. Yeah. That's amazing. So it sounds extremely creative. No, you know, not only in the, um, boards and boxes and, and, uh, tables and, and things like that that you're putting together but your business model is creative I mean you're you're kind of taking the the uh, the virtual paint and sip model right and, yeah. and, and making it something fun that you can actually take and eat and create and be able to use um, in your entertaining right and I think right. that's uh, you know I think about these experiences and the experiential um, companies I mean they're really flourishing right now and I think you've hit on something right at the right time because you know, especially when people are uh, not necessarily going out and doing things and socializing and gathering in groups, they can do it virtually, but you've bringing, you're bringing a whole other element to this. And I think that's amazing. Yeah. And I will say like during when COVID started at my business actually skyrocketed in a way because, you know, people were like, well, we're just staying home and we want something to do. Yeah. Oh, let's get a date night box. It's only for one to two people, you know, $35 price point. That's perfect. Yeah. Like, and so I did so many of those. It was crazy. And, um, yeah, so that was like a really good opportunity for me, for people staying home to be able to have like, you know, cheese boxes at home. Yeah. That's, I love it. I, I think it's super cool. Um, uh, what would you say, Carly, is the thing that you're you're most excited about for Baker Cheese Company right now? With like here we are at the end of 2020, what's the thing you're most excited about? Yeah, so well, right now with Christmas time, I have a ton of Christmas orders this week, um, so I'm really excited to kind of put my creative spin on these ones and add some Christmas touches um, 
I do a lot of like sugared cranberries and I've been sugaring <laughs> different things like blueberries and um, rosemary to add like a little bit of touch. So I'm excited to do those. And then I'm excited for the future with, with these classes because this is like a huge opportunity and they are so much fun for me to do because they, I do them through Zoom and, you know, you, I will have big groups of people, but then, you know, I also have like, you know, people contact me that want to have just their girlfriends, maybe five or six of them just get together and do it. And it's really fun because it's a little more interactive. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. And I'm excited to see what 2021 has to bring, yes. you know, so yeah. yeah. Definitely. There's a lot of things like down the line that we're looking to do. So hmm. the next year should be hopefully pretty exciting. I know my, my wife, Rebecca, um, they, she's been doing these um, flower arranging classes and it's, yeah. I can't, I don't want to necessarily give them a plug because it's a national company, but they started out as a shark tank uh, proposal and won some okay. money and got, got started. And this lady's doing these, um, you know, basically these flower arranging classes. And it's kind of a similar model where, you know, they, you order the flowers and they ship them to you and then you get online and do this class with a bunch of people from around the country. So I think, yeah. you're, you know, you're, you've, you may have found the perfect niche here with uh, at the perfect time. So I, I yeah. love this idea, and I think it's so cool. And and just and we're going to put links to all the, your Instagram and your social media and everything uh, in the show notes of the of the uh, of the podcast. But I encourage people to go out and look at the artwork that you're creating. It is absolutely beautiful and incredible. Now, how how do you encourage? Per- the person to take the first bite. I mean, who gets to <laughs> dive in there and like disrupt this beautiful artwork that you've created? Well, trust me, people are more than ready to dive in. They're like, hey, let me get my Instagram picture or my social media picture and I'm ready. You know? That's awesome. Yeah. That's, and that's it's so cool. funny is I get so many after pictures. They're like, this didn't last long. And they send oh, me a picture. And like, so those fun. are my favorite pictures. Yeah, and yeah. Because they are like the best and you can, and you can see what people go for first. And so I always include like Manchego on my boards because people, I don't know, I don't know if it's everywhere, if it's just a Morgantown thing, people love Manchego. <laughs> and so, um, I always put that on the boards, people, it's just such a crowd pleaser. Um, and, but then I love when I get people that are like, Oh, I only like blue cheese and I like crisp cheeses like Parmesan. And I'm like, Oh, I like you because this, this is different, you know? So I get to try different things on other people. So yeah, it is, it's fun. Yeah. So uh, Manchego is, it's kind of like a sheep's milk. Uh, it is. It's a, yeah. Yes, it's a sheep's milk cheese made from milk from the Manchega sheep. Yeah, yeah. So that's how it got its name. Exactly. It's a Spanish cheese. Yeah. So, how, I mean, obviously, there's there's got to be some science. You're talking about the pairings, and you want certain things that have you know acidic matches with each other, a, a meat and a cheese or a fruit or something like that. How how did you get? How did you learn how to do all those things? So just a lot of research. Um, I basically would just. Google a lot of things, pairings and everything like that. Um, because when I do do my classes, I do do the perfect bite and have people take bites of stuff. And I do do actually wine pairings as well. So had to do a lot of research into that. Um, so like with Brie, you always Mm. want some kind of jam or something like that. So I make sure I always have that. Um, Mm. and you know, you want like, if you have like a, like my personal favorite cheese is a Cypress, Grove Humboldt Fog. And so I like that with prosciutto and a little bit of honey drizzled on because it's kind of like a blue cheese. So it has a bite to it. So you want like the little bit of the honey, you know, the sweetness to kind of 
counteract that. And then you have the saltiness of the prosciutto. So, um, but yeah, it was just like a lot of research and it is a lot of fun. And when I do do the classes, I do learn a lot about different cheeses because then I'll pick all these different ones, then do my research and do pairings with it all. And that's kind of just how I learn. Learn as I go, really. Yeah, absolutely. So you talk, um, you know, talk about the online classes and, and then the deliveries and, and those kinds of things. What's the geographic market that you serve? Where, where are your customers coming from? So I do mainly Morgantown because um, I only do local delivery in Morgantown, um, but I do service a lot of people. So I'm from Pittsburgh originally, and um, so I have a lot of friends and family there. So a lot of major holidays, I will do a Pittsburgh delivery. So I'll get all my Morgantown orders together. I'll head to Pittsburgh. I'll, my husband had built me these ridiculous coolers that go in the back of my car, and I go to Pittsburgh and I deliver them. Um And I will do that in Bridgeport and stuff too. So then I do this because then people can split up the delivery fee. So then if you have like, you know, five or six people in Bridgeport that want orders, they can split it up. It's better that way. And I'll just go to one location and people can take all their stuff. Um, But I do, I did have a lady travel from Charleston up to get a board from me before. Hmm. So I will say like about an hour in every direction. Yeah, Um, that's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, do you have employees or is this a sole proprietor gig right now? No, it is just me right now. Yeah. And um, I actually did um, have a gentleman in my neighborhood who was doing my deliveries for me um, for a while because um, I was working my full-time job as well. But now I'm basically doing cheese full-time. So I'm uh, doing most of my deliveries myself now. Um, but yeah, in order to grow, I know that is like a next step. So that is something that hopefully for 2021 we'll be looking into. Yeah. Now how hard, how hard was it to get started in this kind of business? I mean, did, did you have to have a lot of capital investment? Did you have to have, you know, I mean, talk a little bit about the the startup and how you got, uh, got off the ground. So no, not really because, um, so I do have a marketing background. I have a degree in marketing. So for me, yeah, taking the pictures and doing a social media and keeping my content kind of all the same, um, you know, that came easy and to me. So that was something that was fine to do. But then like, you know, I had to source boards and, um, I do work with a local woodworking shop here in Morgantown who he does a lot of boards for me. Um, I buy boards from Lowe's and I also do biodegradable boards. So, um, I did have to stock up on some inventory. Um, and you know, I had to do quite a few price adjustments, probably four times to figure that out. Um, cause that's the hardest part is pricing. Cause you don't want to, at first you're like, I don't, I don't want to price my time into this cause you just want customers. But then you realize how important your time is and your artistic ability that you're putting into this and mm-hmm. you know, your knowledge. So, um, but yeah, I mean the only, you know, inventory I keep is I have some, I always will have like some cheese meats inventory. I have all my boards and boxes, Um, and I make sure I'm stocked up on that. Um, my ribbon that I use, um, for all the boards. So at first it it really wasn't hard to start up. It what there wasn't a lot that went into it. So, well, you started in October, 2019, like I said, a a little over a year under your belt. Um, what would you say is, has been the best business moment that you've experienced since, uh, since that time? So I actually just did a 105 boxes for the United Way. 
um, last week. Wow. So that was That's a lot of cheese. That was yeah, that was my biggest <laughs> order I've ever had. So at one time, and um, it was a lot of work, but it was very rewarding. They handed it out to like their donors, also with a bottle of wine. Um, they did a little drive-through thing, so it was really cool. So I would say that's definitely up there with it because that was really exciting. And yeah, now I was you, really honored to be a part of that. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds that sounds really cool. What about your worst business moment? I, uh, even though our show is called Positively West Virginia, I like to take yeah. folks to that worst business moment because I think you know, obviously, obviously, there's a lot of times we can we can learn in those valleys, you know. So share that yeah. share that worst business moment with us. I don't know if there's a worst. I will say, like when I look back on my mm. work in the beginning, yeah. like it's very cringeworthy <laughs> because I'm like, <laughs> I thought it was so good at the time. Yeah. And I look back and I'm like, that is a total disaster on a board, you know, but you know, that's just me being critical of myself. And I understand that, but that is one of those things that's like, I look back, I really honestly, since I am new and I almost want to knock on wood <laughs> while mm. I'm saying this, but yeah. I haven't really had like a really terrible situation or anything like that but yeah 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 that's good uh, and i i definitely can can appreciate those cringeworthy moments carly i want to take a second just to mention our sponsors for positively west virginia and they include insurance centers the state journal wvnews.com and interaction media the support we receive from these west virginia com- companies allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of west virginia our guest today is carly baker carly is the owner of baker cheese company based in morgantown west virginia carly i want to get back right uh, jump right back into it what's the vision that you have i mean you've been at this a little over a year now what's the vision you have for your company baker cheese company yeah so i you know my vision for baker cheese company is i'd love to open up a storefront and um have people they can just come in so you know i have a lot of people that love to give cheese boxes as gifts and they just want to come in last minute browse you know grab one and take it and that's kind of what i want to do on behalf boxes available, boards available. Um, you can come at any time, look, um, and then have a section where I could do classes. So then people could come in. It could be like an awesome date night thing, girls night out, whatever you want to call it. Bachelorette parties. Hmm. You come in and we can, you know, do pairings, wine pairings with it and build cheese boards. So, um, and I would like to have, if I could like, you know, have like, you know, a wine selection that we could do pairings with the cheese boards and stuff like that. That's like my ultimate vision for Baker Cheese Company. That's incredible. I love that vision. That's so cool. You mentioned wine a couple of different times so far in this interview. Is that something that you offer as well? Or is that coming? I don't offer that. No, um, mm-hmm. I do. I did work with Finley Martin um, yeah. a few times on stuff. I would purchase their bottles, um, but I do not offer wine. Um, people ask me that all the time. That's just something people have to get out on their own. Um, yeah. That would be like, that's a future thing that I could do. Yeah, absolutely. There's lots of room for growth for sure. I, I can see that, especially, you know, I, I think, you know, in West Virginia and I've had, I, I don't know if we're well over 200 interviews on this podcast over the, you know, since 2017 and, you know, there's, there's quite a few uh, West Virginia wineries, in, you know, in, in the state and, and a lot of um, things happening in the food space, food and beverage, you know, craft beer and food production. So I, I think what you're doing is really awesome. Uh, and I think you've got a, a niche here, like I said, I think I think has a lot of uh, staying power. How do you um, you mentioned social media? How do you attract you know, new customers and bring them into the fold? 
So I, a lot of it is through social media and mm-hmm. doing like giveaways. So then people have to share the post and then other people see it. Um, a lot of it is word of mouth. Um, oh, my friend had one and they said it was wonderful or they brought it to a party or I got it as a gift, stuff like that. Mm. Um, but I will say my social media is definitely one of the top ways I have, like a lot of people that follow me, especially on my Instagram, you know, they don't, they look at me for inspiration. They're not even local. They can't even order from me because one of the, the questions I will get several times a day is, do you ship? And I don't because I can't even imagine what kind of disaster that would be if you had a board put together and try to ship it. Yeah. So, um, but that is, so a lot of people that follow me aren't even from around here. Like I said, they just look for inspiration, but for local people, it's definitely word of mouth and my social media through doing giveaways and stuff like that. Super cool. What's one of the biggest challenges you face right now? So challenges I would say is definitely, um, trying to get through everyone in a timely manner. That's been recently kind of a, um, challenge for me because with the holidays and everything, I get so many messages, messages a day and I'm only one person and I'm trying to make a ton of cheese boards all day, plus answer back to people. So, um, Hmm. that has kind of been a challenge and I am working on my website right now. So that should probably cut back on that because once my website's up, you would be able to order directly through my website where you don't have to come to me, you know, and, Mm. you know, talk to me and wait for me to respond to you and stuff like that. Absolutely. So, um, I'm, that is something that will be coming 2021 and I'm super excited about that. Yeah. Very cool. What's your, what's your most popular offering? What's the thing that's like your go-to? So my graze box, and this is, it feeds four to six people. Um, and it has three different cheeses, two meats, and it has, you know, um, assorted fruits. It has a jam in there and a honey and, and it has some nuts and people love this box. Um, and it's a $60 value. And then, um, I also, my medium board. So, cause that feeds around, um, six to eight people. Mm. So that is another popular one. Um, and when I make all my cheese boards, um, for the boards, I do a cracker box on the side. So then the boards have more cheese and meat on them. So that's what some people love that, you know, cause then it stores easier. Cause if people get it, I don't recommend you storing a cheese board over 12 hours, but some people do get it and they're going to refrigerate it for the night, like, and have it the next day. Mm-hmm. So, um, they love that the crackers come on the side. So they want to go for the boards where the boxes have the crackers in them. Yeah. Very cool. Good stuff. I, I love, I'm getting hungry just listening to you talk about all these cheeses and meats and everything. I, I think it's awesome. Uh, so obviously, you know, you, you took that leap. Well, I said step of faith before you took that step of faith and been building this company since October, 2019. What's one piece of advice you would give to young people out there, maybe listening to this podcast, they're thinking about starting something, some kind of an entrepreneurial venture in West Virginia. What would you say to them? I would tell them to go for it. And I tell people this all the time because that is what I did. You just go for it. If you have a true passion about something and you really, you know, love doing something, go for it. Cause if you fail, you fail, or you could come back from a failure. Like it's all about taking the risk and actually going for it. Um, and so, yeah, just definitely go for it, especially if it's your passion and you know, there are hard times you will go through times where, and it's a lot of work, a lot of work, but Mm. it is totally worth it. And 
Just go for it. Go for your stuff. dreams. That's good stuff. And you will, along the way, have those cringeworthy moments, right? And you say, wow, what oh, was I sure. thinking back then? I think of, uh, I started my company, um, we're in our 10th year now. And I think back to some of the stuff that I was doing back in 2011. And I'm like, oh, why did I yeah. do that? You know, you look back. And, and, and truthfully, it's kind of cool to look back sometimes and, and see those moments and realize how far you've come, you know, especially in a year, you know. Who yeah. Are, I mean, you know, a year and a half ago, you you didn't have a company. Now you're on a podcast talking about your company. That's pretty cool. Right. Oh, it's totally cool. I'm, I've am i been really into podcasts lately because I do so many boards that I just need to like focus. And so I'm like, I never dreamed I would actually be on one. And, you know, that's awesome. But, well, yeah. well, that that leads me to my next question. You know, what what's one book or even a podcast that you would recommend for aspiring business owners? So the podcasts that I listen to are all true crime. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. I love true crime stuff, which is, you know, and it's funny because I, you know, sometimes have to get up at four in the morning to do boards. And then sometimes I am, you know, up until two in the morning doing stuff. So, um, I listen to these and I'm totally, I totally freak myself out because I'm, I'll be like turning around like, you know, every little sound, but you know, that's what I listen to. So I don't have that's any recommendations great. for, you know, but I will say like, even through social media, if you find like someone else who's kind of doing what you want to do, or, you know, you can get inspiration from them, reach out to them, talk to them, mm. um, you know, get inspiration from other people. I have tons of people that reach out to me all the time that want to start cheese board businesses. And I'm more than happy to help hmm, and explain cool? to them, you know, how I did things and how I started. Um, and you know, I had a woman that I reached out to a few times about questions and stuff and, you know, so, that's um, amazing. Yeah. that's probably what I would recommend is social media, reaching out to people, you know, being in proximity to people who are actually getting it done, uh, is a great thing. And that's a great piece of advice right there in itself, right? You want to, yes. you want to be in proximity to the people who are doing the work and, you know, um, not only, you know, the, the types of work that you're doing, but just ask them questions. Obviously that's a, now, I, you know, I, I used to think about this, you know, years ago, probably 10 or 15 years ago, American culture anyway, wasn't that supportive, uh, you know, of that kind of a notion. But today, I say go for it too. I say get you know get in proximity with people that are doing it, where they're doing it. Uh, ask questions, learn, do your research, just like Carly did. I mean, I think that's incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely, hundred yeah. percent. What's one um, What's one thing you do every day, Carly, that you think contributes to your success? Um, I wake up super early. Um, I love my mornings, mm-hmm. and um, I try to do things. I do a lot of prep work at night, which I is absolutely a must. And then, so when I wake up in the morning, I can just get started and get everything done, you know, and I make lists and I cross everything off. Um, and that kind of is like a way that keeps me, you know, organized. Yeah. So it's yeah. like and self, that, self accountability almost. Yeah, absolutely. And I do, I have two kids, so, um, you know, I want to like, you know, have a, a balance as well. So me getting up earlier, then, you know, I can spend more time with them in the afternoon. Yeah, that's, that's great. Is, you know, Carly, uh, you know, we've covered a lot in this interview. Is there any, uh, anything else you think that our listeners should know about you or your story or Baker Cheese Company? 
Um, no, not really. I don't think, I think we pretty much covered it. Yeah. Like everything. Yeah. I got a really good feel for your, for your, for your company, your products. I want to check your, um, uh, your, your Facebook out a little bit more in depth and maybe uh, order a platter or a box or a, um, what did you call it? The graze box. That sounded yeah. amazing. That graze box. The graze box. box, yes. And so if anyone <laughs> does want to reach out to me about it, you know, I, they can just reach out to me on social media and I'll send them a menu and it has all my pricing for everything. Awesome. Um, and that's right now, that's just the best way to do everything until my website is up and running. Yeah, so. absolutely. Um, so d- absolutely. Uh, we'll, we'll make sure that we have links to all your social media on there. Um, uh, and uh, perhaps a way for folks to get in touch with you. I think your email address was on there as yes. well. So we'll make sure we put that in the show notes as well. And when your website launches and your menu's out there, uh, give us a shout and we'll uh, we'll give you a mention on, on our social media channels as well and let folks know where they can go and check you out on, on your website as well. Perfect. I'd really appreciate that. Yeah, Carly, I, I just want to say it's been a real honor to have you on the podcast today. I think what you're doing is really cool. It's very creative and in the way that you're approaching your business and, and kind of adapting for the times is pretty incredible. So I just want to encourage you to keep up the great work. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Well, folks, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by Insurance Centers, The State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media. As we continue on our journey to share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the Mountain State, just like Carly Baker, owner of Baker Cheese Company in Morgantown, West Virginia, our hope is that we in some way equipped and inspired you with her successful business story. If you or someone you know would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website, PositivelyWV.com. And of course, we appreciate your comments and encouragement. And please continue to uh, share these stories on your social media channels and and give us a review or two uh, out there on iTunes or Facebook. That would be awesome. Thank you, guys. And be sure to check out our weekly show, Small Business Masterminds presented by Positively West Virginia every Friday from 11 till noon, where we bring a panel of business experts from around the state each week to help small business leaders win. It's your chance to eavesdrop on some of the most relevant business topics of the day. Positively West Virginia is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Learn more about our mission of advancing small business and entrepreneurship in West Virginia at PositivelyWV.com. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Stay positive, West Virginia.